0: I love my mama. the Modern Mamas podcast. We're two modern mamas with the goal to inspire empowerment, self-love, deep physical and spiritual nourishment, holistic health, and joy, no matter your journey, gender, or perspective. I'm Laura of Radical Roots. I'm a certified CrossFit trainer, certified nutrition consultant, and mama to Evie
1: Wilder. And I'm Jess of Whole Space Wellness. I'm a level one CrossFit trainer, a licensed and certified athletic trainer with a master's in kinesiology and mama to Baron Camille. Please note that while we're here to provide advice and insights, we aren't medical practitioners and always recommend that you check with a trusted provider before implementing any changes. Thanks for joining us. We're so happy you're here. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the Modern Mamas podcast. We are your hosts, Laura and Jess. (laughs) I don't even know what I'm doing anymore. I just tried to make that
0: super profesh. (laughs) Even like your first two words, I was like, well, this is new. (laughs) We're all just going a
1: little bit crazy over here. (laughs) Absolutely not. (laughs) You you asked me to always open up and I'm always like, not crushing it, not crushing it open with, not crushing the opening up portion of this podcast. I think but you
0: absolutely crush it, and I like <laughs> that it's different variety, right? It keeps things interesting. Totally. Oh my gosh!
1: So, <laughs> hi, friend. How are you?
0: i You know what? I like. So I've come to a place where I I've started this like feel it, say it, and I will say that right now in this moment, I feel really great. And you know, I feel like I always have to have a caveat or a disclaimer like that, to, so I don't feel guilt around, like, I know it's really hard for a lot of people right now, but I'm also going to own that in this moment while I'm sitting here on my bed, recording this podcast with you doing something, doing work that I am passionate about right in this moment, I feel really great and really grateful. So that doesn't mean that in 10 minutes or like, you know, over the course of this day, there'll be a whole variety of emotions. But mm-hmm. right now I do truly feel good. I'm, I'm feeling like the majority of my emotion is great, gratitude and joy. So.
1: Yeah. I, I'm How about you. Yes. Same. Really like the same. I, we talk about, I feel like we talk about this every catch up episode, but it's just, it's up and down, honestly. I will say there's more good moments than like more up moments than down moments, which is, is great. And we're kind of trying to follow or find our new rhythm. We've let go of a lot in terms mm-hmm. of like the guilt and the standards we were holding ourselves to. It like, with schooling, oh our children.
0: God. I <laughs> and, could go off. On a big tangent. <laughs> yeah. I mean,
1: it was getting... and it's, it's so hard because our school is incredible. Like, the teachers are amazing. We I've talked at length about how much I love the Montessori school that both Barry and Cammy are at. But, like, we would... I was just... I'm getting emails. It's just all... All day, all day emails like, do you could do this and you could do this and here's a story time and here's a math thing. And I'm like, sounds like they're overcompensating. Oh, but they're just trying so hard to like support people. And it's, it's nothing to do with them and everything to do with me not being in a space to like receive that, you know? And I'm sure there are many parents out there that are like, yes, please like give me, Give me more. Like, we're looking for more. I'm, like, looking for less. So I had to, like, put all that stuff in a folder and just have it there to come back to for when we do have space. But right now, honestly, we are spending a lot of time outside when we can. And we're watching more TV than we normally do. But we're also just spending, like, the time we do have where I'm not working, we're just not doing school. We're, like, I just... I don't know. Yeah,
0: Does that, I respect that. Hats off, know? for sure. I, I will say, and I, this might, it might offend people, but I, I just feel like it's important that we say what we feel. I am not a fan of the, like, especially the virtual, like, kids on a computer learning from their teacher's situation. I just, and I have a not even three-year-old. So, of course, this is coming from a very, like, single, single perspective, but... Like you said, when you have that time, like you're working all day and a lot of parents are working all day, but then you have these moments where you're free. And I just, I'm a big proponent of the connection piece and having that time to get outside and just be together. This is in the grand scheme of their, your child's education. Like this is going to be, I mean, knock on wood, my goodness, uh, like a snippet, right? Like this tiny little moment and to fill your break time when you're working all day with making like kind of forcing your kid to work. That's just gotta be, I can't, I can't really fathom what that would feel like. So I have so much respect for
1: that. (laughs) It's interesting. You know, I will say, so we've done a couple, like, virtual Zoom Mm -hmm. things with Cammy and Bear. Like, the ones that we can actually get to, and we're, like, sharing computers, so it's, like, that in and of itself is hard. It's, like, okay, they have a Zoom story time thing, but, like, then I can't work, right? Because... Like even if though they're occupied on the Zoom story time thing, like there's just it's so many logistics that come into it. But they love to see their classmates, and that in and of itself, like, well, that's why I try and like. So Bear had like a book club with his classmates, and they're all that's reading right. this book together. And like his teacher texted me and was like, we would love for Bear to come. The, the kid's missing his face. So I was like, okay, we'll make this a priority. And sure enough, like, it was the cutest thing because they were supposed to be reading... They would like take turns reading out loud, but every so often a kid would unmute himself and be like, guess what? There's a rat in my house. <laughs> and like just saying stuff that I'm sure their parents were like, oh my God, why are you sharing this
0: stuff? Like, <laughs> how did you figure out how to unmute yourself? I know. This is like the most important thing in the world to that child. I know.
1: And he's so excited to like tell his friends, right? And then like the teacher is like trying to let them have community, but then- like, okay, like, let's get back to the story. It's just so yeah. funny. Oh, my God. It's hilarious. Totally,
0: yeah. but, I, I even, even with Evie not even being three yet, like, she's missing her friends, but she does not like to FaceTime her buddies, mm-hmm. like her best bud, Isla. You know, her her mom is one of my dearest friends and Nicole and I will jump on a FaceTime and I'm like, "Evie, you want to come say hi? And like, I think it, it actually bums her out where she sees her, but she just wants, like, she's a toucher and, and like a, a real, you know, she wants to be in there and. Hugging and mm-hmm. touching and playing, and so the only person that we really found she will engage with on Facetime is her Grammy, mm-hmm. who's down in Paso and so she has that magic. But aside from that, she's just over it. So it's, it's all an age thing, I'm sure, and so yeah. her world shifted that much because this is already kind of our was our situation is being home with her a lot, and we've been on the road. Like she's only known the two of us for most of her life so yeah. but she is talking about missing her friends and we're just so looking forward to now that we're back in Santa Cruz which I'm sure I'll, I'll talk about I just can't wait for this to pass if I'm being honest but yeah here we are
1: I think you and the rest of yeah. <laughs> and the, and the world <laughs> you can't wait I for it her. to
0: pass <laughs> this is my friend
1: <laughs> yeah it's so funny because well, we and I can't wait to hear about your move too I specifically have not sent you a million boxers because A, I knew you were moving and B, I was like, yeah. I want to hear about it like in real time all at once. So, gotcha. but it's yeah. funny cause like we moved two months ago. Now it's the beginning of March and mm-hmm. we're in the same place. It's like, we've been able to go out and like walk around, but we haven't really been able to like explore our neighborhood and like get all of what it has to offer, like in terms of restaurants and Parks and all the things that we were so pumped about, like having here. It's just been, I mean, that's that's kind of that's been hard to have it all around and not be able to like actually take advantage of it. So I feel you,
0: I feel you, yeah. And it'll be that much sweeter when you when it, this passes totally. Oh, <laughs> it's oh still my funny that like the parks and the trails, like nature has closed. But mm-hmm. I just found out that Santa Cruz is reopening beaches and I think trails. I just I have feelings around that too. I, I get it for the most part. Like they're trying to avoid closed spaces where people might congregate, which makes sense on, you know, for safety and whatnot. But I'm also kind of like, if people are going to do it anyways and, and disobey those rules, then they're probably going to do it inside houses now where they're in much closer quarters. And I don't know, there's, I don't have answers for all of this, but I do think that nature, <laughs> I think we need it as humans. And I think we need, like, if we're going to be cut off from our social interaction and then also cut off from getting outside, like, people are going to start to unravel. Yeah. So, you know, and that could, again, full tangent. And it's, it, this is, it's all just really hard for so many people. And I know that we kind of have this luxury and this privilege to be, be okay. I mean, Rusty, his income was slashed, right? At first, it was like none. And then he's gotten really creative and Blue Jay has gotten really creative. And now he's pretty much making what he was making before through teaching virtually And then I, you know, Beauty Counter is going to be a little bit slower through this just because people don't have as much income to spend. But, you know, it's allowed me to kind of seek out other avenues of and get again, get more creative and kind of fall into other things and passions that I want to do in addition to. And then Beauty Counter, like my team is still solid. My team is strong. Like I I see the light, but it's also been an interesting opportunity to explore other options and whatnot. So I don't know how I got here. This is I just kind of. (sighs) rolled roll to the right hard hard right
1: <laughs> per usual I mean what else do we do on this podcast? oh my gosh I don't even know
0: where that came from but yes really really hard really really good what were you saying you were saying I don't know
1: <laughs> I don't know I'm just really excited to talk to you I know <laughs> I don't even know what we were talking about nature we all need nature I think is what what we started off with.
0: That's where, that's where we started. Absolutely. yeah. Funny. I think I was, I don't know where I was. I was trying to come full circle. My dog's (laughs) working. So yes, (laughs) nature.
1: Nature is great. Nature is necessary. Nature is the only thing truly keeping me sane. I mean, obviously I'm in the middle of a city and when I say nature, it's like kind of limited, but we have like a river we walk by daily, like hearing that, like, rushing water and like seeing the the birds and the fish and the flowers are blooming here in texas like
0: that you've seen panatees because i know you mentioned in the previous no, episode so
1: they're not in this river it's a different okay. river like in the town that we used to live in in new braunfels i haven't seen them but i have heard that they that's have so been cool. it's so crazy so crazy but yeah nature is definitely keeping us sane we if i don't go for a walk and that's rare it's on the days where I have like back to back calls, or you know something is just jam packed. But if I don't go for a walk, like I feel it. I feel it's so hard. I don't know about you. I mean, I'm sure Absolutely. you do. Absolutely, it shifts my
0: whole day. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. And you know, we were living in the city, and that was one of the biggest things. One of the biggest reasons. So ultimately, COVID is what allowed us to get out of a lease to move to a place that we're it's much more aligned. We. I mean, Berkeley is cool. It's fun. It's like. It was exciting for a while, but it's just it started to wear on us just the number of people, the traffic, I mean, the smog and the trash. I mean, it's a beautiful place and there's a lot to offer, but it's not it's not for us. It's a place that we look forward to visiting. So, you know, we'd get out in it and I would try and really seek out the the beauty. And that's why I started this process of taking photos of the like of nature in the city and sharing it on Instagram. Cause it, for me it was very cathartic, like seeking out the beauty and the nature, you know, when it wasn't super prevalent. And so now I look out my window and it's just like trees everywhere and we can mm-hmm. just get right into it off the front porch. But I couldn't agree more. It's like, it's a, it's saving it's a saving grace. And I also, I mean, parks and, Beaches and trails might be closed, but na- nature isn't closed. Like, you've, you've done such a beautiful job of taking advantage of the nature that is available. And I think that there's a lot to be said for that instead of just being like, well, na- you know, beaches and trails are closed, so we can't go out. It's mm-hmm. like, you no, know, we can find it everywhere.
1: Yeah, totally. It is. It's all around, for sure. All around us. Yeah. We found a dead snake that Bear insisted on bringing home. <coughs> it's bringing now home. in what? a jar on his dresser. <laughs> Oh my God, that's amazing. So yeah, I mean, we're, we're bringing nature inside in all areas of life, dead animals and such. <laughs> so do you want to read a couple of reviews? And then I want to hear all about the move and the new place. Yes. Uh, Can okay. you go first? Because I have
0: to go rearrange this yes, show situation. Absolutely. <laughs> Hashtag real life. Okay,
1: so I'm going to read some reviews. And I guess I'll read too if Laura isn't back in time, but we have two new ones. And again, you guys, like these are, these mean everything to us. They are, they feel, fill our affirmation cup. They're so, so valuable to us, each and every one. And we read them all. So thank you so much for taking the time to leave a review. So let me read one by Lizzie S6. I think I might know Lizzie. I, I say that about every, every review that I read, but this one is called mama supporting mamas. It is a five-star review. Thank you so much, Lizzie. She said, adding to my original review, i Oh, this is a, this is a second. Okay. I adding to my original review. I've been listening to these lovely ladies for over two years. They are fun and relatable. Keep doing what you're doing, ladies. I can't. T- Wait to see what comes next. And then I guess her original one was she found this podcast during her maternity leave as a first-time mama and learned how important having a physical and virtual support system is. Jess and Laura have great insight and fabulous guests, not to mention the awesome Facebook group. It is really awesome. Cheers to all the mamas supporting each other. Amazing. Thank you so much, Lizzie. And then I'm going to go ahead and read the second one. This one is from Lauren. It's also a five-star review. You guys know, I think... We have 4.9 out of 5 stars. This is just incredible to me. I think I, I, it's, I'm having a hard time wrapping my mind around the fact that, that you guys love us. <laughs> I don't know what that says about myself. But we have one, I think, one-star review. And all the person said was blah, which is not helpful <laughs> and makes me think it was a bot. So I'm just going to write it off as like it didn't happen. But I'm just blown away. Thank you guys so much for your kind words. And Lauren with lots of ends and an 87, says, so grateful. I started listening to this podcast at its very beginning. It came at the perfect time as I was navigating my first pregnancy. I was living far away from family and friends at the time and grew to love this podcast, not only for the information provided, but also for the incredible sense of support it gave. Laura and Jess provided guidance and connection during a time in my life when I needed it most. Their podcast introduced me to resources that I found immensely valuable. It also led me to to, it led me deep into research, which later led to my specialization in the counseling world. Oh my gosh, that's amazing. Mm -hmm. Working with pregnant and postpartum mamas. When I think back, I can't believe all that this podcast brought into my life and what it continues to bring. As I recently listened to a catch-up session between Laura and Jess discussing how they are navigating this pandemic, I once again felt that that sense of connection and guidance that is so greatly needed at a time like this. If you're searching for a place where you can learn from open-minded women and enjoy the solidarity that brings you, you're in the right place. I will forever be grateful for this space. So powerful. Oh, you're back. Oh my gosh. You I'm scared back. me I'm here for all of it. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Hi. Hi. Oh, that was so good. So, powerful. so yeah. powerful.
0: It's crazy that the ripple effect. And I actually, I went on Michelle and Marissa's podcast, as I know you did as mm-hmm. well, nourish and nurturing. And we talked about how like, you know, they found each other because they both listened to this podcast and mm-hmm. I knew Michelle and I introduced them and, and, and like, you know, Lauren is, now seeking out a career path because of not because of us necessarily but inspired by just hearing something that resonated and helped her like respond to the calling mm-hmm. of what she is supposed to do mm-hmm. and well i don't we don't take credit for that it's just i think the more we can talk about the things that are real and raw to us as humans and women and mothers just opening up the conversation it allows other people to feel like okay i there are others who agree and feel the same way that I do. And there also are others who disagree, but then can still come to the conversation respectfully mm-hmm. and they can kind of find their footing and what they want to share and, and find their voice a little bit more. Mm-hmm. So I just, I feel so grateful for this space that we can that we can just kind of host those types of conversations, you know? I don't know if it makes sense, but... Makes a little sense. So so, I, I
1: really view us as just facilitators, like yeah. truly... And I um, know my Instagram handle is hold the space, but like, it, it never resonated more so with me than as we kind of step into, like, our podcast has matured, I feel like, into this space where we actually do. We're just facilitators for conversations, for meaningful, like, topics, and we are holding the space for these conversations to be had. Does that make sense?
0: Absolutely. And I and I think what also resonates or is important to share is that, you know, we have people reaching out to come on the podcast and every single time we kind of make that decision of do we want this person or not, it's always not do I do I care about this? It's we I think both of our brains always go to will our listeners mm-hmm. take value from mm-hmm. this because you guys are the ones who keep us going, the ones who we show up for and the ones who help us facilitate because you've been so engaged and you let us know what you like and you you know, you share your gratitude, and you leave us reviews that mean the world, and so that helps us facilitate when we know what we're supposed to facilitate. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you yeah, know? totally. It's really cool. Really, really cool. Absolutely. So oh,
1: great. Hashtag blessed. <sighs> hashtag <it. laughs> I'm still trying to find my. What
0: would you say? I, I've been doing this hashtag feel it say it. So like, if oh, okay. I feel it, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna say it because you, I mean, no one might care, but. Someone might, and it feels good for me.
1: So. God, you're so freaking good at hashtags. I'm still searching for a hashtag. I've been I've been working through some around my like morning coffee, and I'm just trying to find which one fits right. But I am the worst. I don't hashtag anything. So if you could work on that for me, that would be great. All right, I'll start brainstorming. <laughs> <soon. laughs> just kidding. I have some really good ones for my for my morning coffee that I'm cycling I'm through. Crazy. So, I love it, and
0: I've, I saw you share like pe- the people's recommendations. Yeah. the people have spoken. The people have spoken,
1: office. and they are much more creative than I am. So we'll, <laughs> we'll roll with it. Oh, ah, so good. So let's let's do this. Like I'm impatiently waiting to hear about the new place and yeah. all the things.
0: <laughs> a lot of people have been caught off guard, apparently, because I, you know, I I share a lot more of our daily ins and outs and stuff on stories just because it's easy. I can pop on there and be like, "This is happening," and then the feed is, you know things that I feel like sharing in the moment, but they have to come with a picture and you know all that. So that said, I haven't shared in my actual feed yet. I've just, I shared in my newsletter, which went out accidentally on Tuesday and I swear that was MailChimp, not me. I feel like they didn't know what day it was because I scheduled it for Wednesday. So something went awry, but came out a day early. So I shared in there, but ultimately, I know I've been sharing on this podcast. I shared, gosh, last month that we were just, Berkeley wasn't the spot and that we were looking to get out of our lease. And it was one of those things where I was like, okay, is this actually happening? Because Laura commits to a lot of things. But that was one thing that Rusty and I were super aligned in. We, that was not the spot for us. We had a neighbor who, I want us to use the word abusive. What? But she also, yeah, I mean, verbally for sure. She, but she to also you? hmm Oh my to God. To all of us. She was older and in all honesty, probably not fully lucid in terms of like her she just would like come out of nowhere. She was really unpredictable. So so it started with just like speaking. (laughs) She wouldn't ever let us talk, but she would just like lean out her window and kind of complain about the garbage or like find things to complain about basically. And we were always kind of like, it's fine. Like she's like, you don't need to take the garbage out. You know, that's on the landlord, whatever. And I was like, I have never lived in a place where I haven't just taken the, the garbage out myself. And then it just kind of started to escalate. And then she would just get in these moods and, and just start kind of being like abusive sounds intense, but I'm also like trying to allow more space around that word, because I think that oftentimes we hold it, kind of like the word trauma, where, you know, I felt there was moments where I felt scared isn't the right word either, but it is like I was shaking and I was, I was alone. You with felt unsafe, ass. maybe? Unsafe, at least emotionally. I didn't mm-hmm. think she was ever going to come and do something, but she did cross lines. So apparently she had complaints about the way that we closed our door, but our door was broken. So we had to close it a little bit harder, a rusty, like messed with it to try and get the seal stronger so that we, so light wouldn't come through and, and somehow it made it worse and made it really hard to close. So apparently this was an issue, but she didn't really talk to us about it. She just came out of nowhere. And then one evening was just like, came to the door and was just like yelling and started like slamming. And I was like, I don't have space for this. I'm alone with my kid. I need, I need you to back off. And then just started yelling outside our door. And like, and then she was going from her door to the downstairs door. And just, she was just going back and forth and just slamming them and yelling right outside the door. And of course, like, you know, I am alone with Evie and I, I'm not actually scared of her because man, could I take her? But also I was, I had a lot of like, a lot of adrenaline because I don't know how Evie's internalizing this, mm-hmm. this woman outside our door yelling, you know? And so I finally was just like, if you don't back off, I'm calling the cops. And you know, so that it, it took care of it. And then she, and then once all the COVID stuff happened, she actually, we did, she was like, it was like radio silence. So I don't know if she thought somehow that just by talking to us, we could like give it to her, but we haven't really heard a word from her for a month, a month really, which that was nice to like, finish up our time there. So that was like the catalyst of it. And it wasn't necessarily that unique experience that was the driving factor, but it was just like that was like the kind of the epitome of how the city felt for us. It just people on top of people, people are unpredictable. A lot of people there don't really take care of it. There's like just garbage and city life is that way. And we've never lived in a city. And so we got to experience it. There was so much, there was so much that was cool about it, like the walkability, walking to the gym to coach, great restaurants and coffee shops and whatnot, but you know, that's not what we're looking for in our everyday. That's like a nice thing. We'll, we'll get to drive into Santa Cruz and enjoy all the, the food and the friends and the community there. But we really want, we realized in all of this and the silver lining is that we really realize what we want out of a living situation and for the same price, right? So we got out of the lease because of COVID ultimately, Rusty's income was slashed. And Berkeley has set some pretty strict rules around like tenants don't have to pay rent if they can't. if they've been in any way impacted. So we were able to negotiate with our landlord. And at the time we were like, we actually have to get out of here. And we thought we were gonna be moving in with a family, into a family friend's place where he was gonna use it every other weekend with his son. And then we would get it the rest of the time and just get in home around the weekends and leave. So, you know, it was financially driven in terms of like the speed of the move. And then that because of COVID wasn't gonna work out. We couldn't share this living space and come in and out. And so then I was like, well, what are we going to do? And on a whim, we came to Santa Cruz to visit visit from a distance, a friend, and I dropped off some flour and a gift for her because she had just had a baby. And then we were like, let's just see it this, this rental. We knew that we wanted to be back here so badly after traveling the entire country for a year and a half and then trying out a different city. I just, I feel so called to be back in Santa Cruz. And I already shared this too on a previous episode, coming back here with the women on my team and having that experience over the course of a weekend, ending up in tears. Cause I was like, my people are here. We've done the whole thing. We've traveled. And if we're going to be in California, which is where Rusty really wants to be. And I feel happy here too. I just, I miss that. I miss those people. So all that said, we found this rental kind of on a whim in Boulder Creek, which is in the Santa Cruz mountains, just up the mountains from Santa Cruz, like 25, 30 minutes, depending on where you're going. And so we're like, let's just go look at it. It was pouring rain. And we were kind of like, this has been so much time in the car. Are we really going to do this? Can we even make this work? And we went and saw it and we were like, I mean, both of us. Rusty even said on the way there, we can't say yes to the first rental we see. And then we walked in the door and he was like, "Uh, yes, (laughs) this felt so. And he, you know, he is a one, he's got to like, everything's got to be right. He's got to make sure he's crossed all the T's and dotted the eyes and whatnot, and it was just like immediate for both of us. The kitchen, I mean, it's just like surrounded by trees. A big porch. The kitchen is incredible. Two bedrooms for the first time in forever. Just like everything we could ever want. It feels like we're in a cabin in the woods, and I mean, we kind of are. And it's a duplex, so there is a unit underneath us that no one's in right now, and someone will move in. But the one person who's looking at it, we already talked on the phone. She's great. They're in the like the UC teachers and professors, and I just feel like it's so much different than having people on all sides. And for the, we were in a teeny tiny studio and this is like the same price. And the reason we were able to do it now is because, well, when we first signed on, I'll, I'll share more about this at some point too, but I had some like time to Jesus moments this past couple of weeks in terms of career and whatnot. And we thought we were going to maybe have a little bit more income. And then I made some big decisions where just ultimately that resulted from me believing in myself. And if we have time today, I'll dive into that. But. And then so that extra income was no longer an option. So I'm leaning far more into my own work. And then Rusty now with his creativity and Blue Jay's creativity is bringing in the same income. So all of a sudden it's like, this is feasible for us. This is something that we can do. And we believe that we know we can pay for and enjoy and embrace and grow, you know, grow in and just really find more joy in our every day. And so we're here and it took us, I mean, we have so little things that it took us. This week was a little crazy. Monday, I was in a shit mood. I was angry i had a lot of feelings i processed those you know at least uh, as much as i could tuesday was like five o'clock start moving start packing by tuesday night we had everything that we could fit in homer in homer rusty woke up early wednesday morning drove it all here and unloaded it and then came back for us it's like an hour and a half and then my sister brought my dad's truck we loaded just like one piece of furniture in the back of that and then loaded up homer again and then we all just drove and were unpacked and relatively settled by wednesday evening which i think it just shows how little how few things we have but it just it feels so good to be home it it truly does in a way that berkeley never ever did i kept thinking like okay we're gonna find our place here we're gonna find our footing we're gonna make this work but it's always like we're gonna make this work where this feels like this is already working and it just feels so right so yeah that's kind of the the brief version i guess of the story because that's as brief as i can possibly get
1: (laughs) Hey, it's our podcast. You don't have to be brief. You can uh, thank you. I you appreciate can that. Go for it. <laughs> so tell me what you love most about the new place.
0: I'm sitting on my bed right now looking out. We have a slider in our bedroom that goes out to we have our own little porch out the back. And I woke up this morning and rolled over and I just looked out the slider and it's just like trees. No other buildings, no roads, just all forest. And then up, and then we also have a front porch that's just big and beautiful. We're going to put seating out there and our barbecue and and then again, you look out and like there's one house across the road and then one like all the way over to the side, but like it just it's still it's just trees everywhere. So it's it's the nature, it's the the fresh air. The air smells different. It smells like forest and the birds chirping. And then I have to I can't pick one. It's all the kitchen. It's like everything my dreams are made of. So much beautiful like marble countertops. And I'm hosting my first Sourdough Sisterhood workshop on Sunday in this kitchen and I am like over the moon that I get to do it in that space. I mean, the other one was so tiny. It was so tiny. And that was, I mean, it was cool that the kitchen was separate from the living area in the studio, but it was, everything was just so tight, resting, I couldn't be in there at the same time doing anything without like bumping butts. And so this is, there's so much space. And I just, and for me that, that signifies entertaining. Like I love to host. I love having people over. I, food is my love language. And there was no way that was going to happen in the studio. And so now once this COVID stuff passed, passed, passes, passes, words are hard. I can't wait to host. And my sister and brother-in-law have entered our loop, our quarantine loop. Um, They're going to help with Evie at least once a week. And so they helped us move because they just moved back down from Seattle, quarantined for two weeks at my parents' house. Everyone's been quarantining. I feel like I have to justify this. And now we're coming together so that I can have help. We can have help. But we got to host them and cook dinner. She's knocking on the door for the first <laughs> time. For our first night in the house, I got to make them a meal and drink a bottle of dry farm wine. And it was just really, really special. So kitchen and nature, I guess, in short.
1: I love it. I can't wait to see more like pictures and tour. I saw you had posted a like picture. a Yeah, you had like a picture of a like the window, I think, in the kitchen. And I was like, oh man, that looks so lovely. Like, it's so pretty lovely. Spot.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And there's, yeah, we have like, and there's a lot of skylights, which is really cool. And so there's a lot of natural light in here. Hi friends, Laura here with a brief interruption to gush about one of my favorite brands. One that has helped to keep my family healthy and nourished for over a year now. The folks at Beekeepers Naturals are on a mission to reinvent the medicine cabinet and save the bees while they're at it. From superfood honeys to throat sprays, brain boosters, and even a brand new cough syrup. There's something for everyone. I am personally loving the bee elixir. It's helped immensely with productivity, clear thinking, and focus, especially before recording episodes. And my family is digging the throat spray. We use it daily for immune support and antioxidants. Want to try them all? Check out the high pharmacy for a little of everything. Head on over to beekeepersnaturals.com slash modern mamas and get 15% off your order with code modern mamas. Enjoy. Hey, hey, today's podcast is sponsored by Vital Choice Wild
1: Seafood and Organics, the leading choice for fabulous, sustainably sourced seafood and a certified B Corporation. If you're anything like me, you spent way too many hours scratching your head in front of the fridge and researching safer, sustainable seafood options for you and your family. It's always led to analysis paralysis for me. Since I've started using Vital Choice to source our sustainable seafood, our immune supplements, and even other organic meats and food items, hello, bone broth, life has been so dang easy. Now I have canned, and frozen options at my fingertips all week long. And I know without a doubt I'm supporting my family's immune health at a time when it's most important. Right now, you can use the link in our show notes and the code Modern Mamas for 10% off one order of $100 or more. Plus, you always get free shipping over $99. Bye bye, Analysis Paralysis, with monthly subscription boxes and cost friendly sampler packs. We'll be eating amazing food from now on without ever having to leave home. We're back. It's a brief little pause there for some <laughs> hashtag real life. You know, I. I just had to kind of moderate some sibling. They just, they love each other. Well, so they do. They love each other intensely. Cammie idolizes her brother. Like, to the point, every time, if I ask her, do you want want this on your plate for lunch? And she'll be like, is Bubba having that? Or, like, if we're trying to decide what to watch, like a movie, it's like, well, what does Bubba want to watch? Or, like, is Bubba going on a walk? You know, everything... Is is Bubba doing it? <laughs> so nice. naturally, it's amazing. It's cute, but like, you know. He's he, probably over it. He's over it. Oh my God, he's so over it. And I just feel so bad for him. And he is such a great brother. But man, anyways. So that was just brief pause for talking that through with them. So anyhow. Such a
0: great mama. Yeah. <sighs> trying over oh, here. Oh, heaven.
1: Yeah. So <laughs>
0: what were we talking about? Well, we were talking about, I said the two things I love most Mm. about this place. Mm -hmm. And now I want to hear, I mean, we we could kind of jump back and forth with updates. We don't have any serious rhyme or reason. So how how are you?
1: I am doing good. I really am. That's true. Again, like as an Enneagram 9, I have to like... I think I've mentioned this before. I forget where I talk about certain things. I've been doing so many Enneagram podcasts. I'm like, do I ever talk about the nineness of me and who I am on the Modern Mamas podcast? Because I don't really feel like I do. But as an Enneagram nine, I often have to like pause and challenge myself to not just say like, oh, I'm good because I always do that even when I'm not feeling good or when i feel like there's something i should share that's like not a positive thing but i don't want to because i perceive it as like conflict or i perceive it as like i don't want it to come off as offensive or i don't want to offend anyone like literally that's like my the way i try and straddle life is like not offending anyone which it's not a judgement on that behavior but it is something that like i i know a lot of people deal with that but like i in particular struggle with that so long, long, long answer for a very short question. I'm doing good. I really think so.
0: <laughs> that's amazing. I like that. I mean, how that shows us so much. I don't want to say growth because I don't know if you didn't ever do this in the past, but it does sound like it takes effort and intention to check in. So it that's does. huge.
1: Yeah. It really, really takes a lot of effort on my part. Cause yeah, like I said, it's like, you know, I just don't want to burden other people with like my actual feelings sometimes. And like, that's not, that's not my my job, really. I mean, yes, I want to be mindful of other people and, like, all that stuff. But, like, if someone's really asking me how I'm doing, like, I know you are asking for real because you love me and you really want to know, it's okay to, like, share if it's not going great. So, I don't know who, who needs to hear that out there. Maybe someone else needs to hear that. That's why I felt called to talk about it. But we're doing good. We are, I think, mentally doing great. You know, you had touched on, like, and... I don't think there's anything wrong with talking about finances. I've shared openly time and time again with people closest to me, like I think there's that like money is a taboo word sometimes or a taboo topic, but especially right now, it's just like, so pushed to the forefront. Tim and I both work from home as do you and Rusty and we're both Mm -hmm. self employed and like people keep asking us, like, how are you doing? Like, you know how's the business and for both of us and it's like honestly i don't know i really don't know what's going to happen over the next couple of weeks like we've applied for a bunch of the like stimulus packages and like the ppp stuff and like loans that our banks offered and i know we got denied for like the ppp i don't know how many people out there are familiar with this but or we just didn't we didn't get it cuz they ran out of funds so that was like a hard hit and, you know, just navigating that and tr- like you said, trying to come up with new and creative ways to, in I don't know, I don't even know what it is. It's like, we're, we're being challenged to grow in our businesses and I think that's a, a positive thing, but it's also kind of scary,
0: you know? Cool. Because it's like shooting, kind of. I don't want to say shooting in the dark, because similar to the podcast, our audiences are engaged and they're helping us know what to share. But yeah, it, it is. It's it's scary. It is. So
1: that that's big. I would say that that weighs heavily on my mind. Mm-hmm. We've we've saved, and you know really like mindful with our money so I think we'll we have some space to figure it out and so we will we'll figure it out no matter what but yeah so that's where we're kind of at I think I'd shared on the last podcast I wasn't sure what our school was going to do if they were going to like charge us for you know even when we're not we're not there and so they had asked everyone to pay, but they also said like please reach out if you've you've been particularly impacted by the current situation. And so we did and, and they're working with us, which is wonderful. And so that's been a big help. And like our student loans, because we both had to like pay for school ourselves. So we have big student loans we're still working on. Those got like I think for everyone, regardless of if you applied or not, like those are being like delayed. And so that's been helpful. And like our Barbara has been helping us so much. Again, I think I talk about her like every day because she's just, I do, I like, we speak daily because she's helping us through this. So she's been helping us with like little things that we can do to kind of protect ourselves and like help ourselves and stuff. So that's been amazing. But yeah, it's other than that. We have been rolling with the punches, I think, pretty well as a family unit. Are there are days when we want to, like, I think, just run away. Girl. Like, yeah. yeah, like, sometimes Tim will be like, Tim will just be like, I, I have to, I need a moment. And I'll be like, okay, cool. And then sometimes I'll do the same. And it's just like, and the kids, too. Like, you can tell, like, they love us and they love each other. And they, they love this special time. But sometimes they're, like, Bear will just be like, he'll cry and maybe yell a little bit and then he'll go to his room on his own and just be like, I need some time. <laughs> so we're just, we're all just honoring that with each other. But all in all, everything's been going great. The sourdough process for us, we've been inspired by you. And I think I've mentioned this. Like Tim, Tim basically took over the whole thing, which I'm I'm sad about because it, I don't really I'm not getting that full experience, but he's really good at it. And his I think it's his Enneagram fiveness, he's just like He's read every guide. He's read your guide. He's read like every guide he could possibly read.
0: And I think I, I mean how fives have more hours in their day than everyone else.
1: They don't really like he just <laughs> spends all of his hours reading, doing that, yeah, yeah, doing that, or like gathering information, whether it's about like the work that he does, like his business, or it's something that like a side passion project, like the sourdough. Like he just whereas like I'm watching teen rom coms at night, he's like watching sourdough videos. We call it sourdough porn. Cause we'll like put it on the, on YouTube, on our like TV and we'll just watch people make sourdough bread. <laughs> oh
0: my God. That's amazing. <laughs> Love it.
1: So he's been really good, Like taking that under his wing and like, you know, baking extra loaves to like drop off to family members and stuff. And then I've just been kind of running with the discard stuff, which is fun for me because I already like baking and like recipe development. I'm sure like you you're doing the same with your ebook and stuff, but that's been really fun. Kids are enjoying it immensely all of the bread. I was laughing on Instagram. I was like, "Bread is having a comeback. Like bread is having its moment. It was cauliflower, and then it was avocados, and now I feel like it's sourdough.
0: Yeah, everyone's into it. I feel like it's such, I mean, there's so many reasons, right? We talked yeah. about it before. It's like, it's cathartic to go through the process. It's grounding. It makes you, helps you be present. And then it's something super nourishing to feed your family that everyone, I don't know a single person who's like, no thanks. I don't like sourdough. Some people yeah. maybe can't tolerate it, but yeah, in terms of like, no, that's, that's not a food I like. You slather some butter on there and it's like energy dense for- The actual cost of it. So it's it's good.
1: Yeah, it's really good. And it is fun. It's fun to watch like Tim just I mean, it's just fun. It is. So I encourage you guys if you haven't like thought about it, get Laura's guide, do her workshops. It's super fun. I'm making I'm about to make some sourdough muffins that I'm not sure how they're gonna come out, but they have chocolate chips in them, so they can't it can't be can't be that bad. (laughs) (laughs) So that's been fun, and then God, you know. Not much monumental has happened, just trying to find our rhythm and figure out a way to still grow in this time of, like, and when I say grow, I don't mean, like, necessarily, like, grow my business or grow, like, in a tangible way, but just, like learn from this whole process and so that's where we're at like I mentioned watching a lot of teen rom-coms it's like my dirty little secret and I don't do it often and I feel What's like people,
0: I don't even I'm trying to think of like what an example of that even is
1: you know it's like so there's a bunch of old ones like you remember like she's all that and like yes okay what 10 things I hate about you so those were like the OG t- teen rom-coms but Netflix has this like hidden selection that people
0: don't really realize and so for me like cheesier and like poor quality or they I mean maybe I'm biased because back then when I watched those I was like these are great but so I mean they're some of them are bad
1: I'll just say that but like for (laughs) me the the reason why I watch them is because I think it's just most of them end happily and I'm a sucker for a happy ending like if a if a movie to me ends unresolved or not like, the people don't end up together or whatever. Like, I just have such a hard time enjoying it as a whole. So most of the teen rom-coms, they, they end pretty smoothly. And they're just, like, lighthearted. There's something I can do when I'm, like, maybe I still have some work to do that I need to catch up. Like, I was packing samples the other night and, like, watching this teen rom-com. So, anyways, it's what I do when I'm stressed. It really, yeah, like...
0: yeah. See, I, I live a little vicariously because I don't remember what that's like because we're in a struggle right now where Evie will not like Russ and I are begging her to go to sleep because we are exhausted. Mm-hmm. She, I think it's processing. I think she probably needs to cut nap, but I'm just not ready, mm-hmm. but she is up until 10, no matter what we do. Mm-hmm. Crawling in out of bed. We tried like, we're trying her own room and I'll dive in more into this. I didn't mean to, to hijack, but no, go for it. I just, I don't know what it's like to have nighttime alone or with Rusty even at this oh point, gosh. like to put her down. And then she's never really been that way. So it's not, our day will come. It will like, come. Oh gosh, you're going to
1: just, oh my God, you're going to lose your mind. It's so necessary for me at least, because I just can't. I at, By 7.30, this done. whole day, like I don't know how you do it, but like by 7.30, I'm done. I'm literally like, please go to bed. I love you. I love you so much. And I can't wait to see you in the morning, but like I need yeah. even just an hour because truthfully, yeah. we've been going to bed early too. So it's just like that hour, hour and a half of time where I can like not have someone. I've been posting pictures of on Instagram of a bear like jumping all over me. And it's like that 24-7. Yeah.
0: Like, I've got one. So I can't imagine what it feels like to have two kids all over you all day.
1: Oh my gosh. I mean...
0: Again. I'm like, why are you standing on my, on my feet right now? Right. Do you need to be on my feet? <laughs> do,
1: you, do you need to be on and my feet? And the answer is yes. Or? The answer is yes. Of course they do. <laughs> but yeah, it's like that. And it's like, we go for a walk and I'm like, oh, nature is going to be so great. I can listen to the birds, but it's like, mom, mom, mommy, mom, mama, mama, look at this, mama, look at that. And it's like amazing. I can laugh at it because I'm grateful that my children enjoy my company, but it's just like, right. Tim and I would just look at each other and be like. This is this is crazy. They've said my name like sixty times in the last five minutes. So, anyways, oh, what's
0: that? A tree? Why? Yes, because yes, that's it's it was given.
1: A lot of those conversations, <laughs> a lot of them. So many wives. So yeah. Oh my god, I love it. I don't know where well, I was going okay, so with that, but that's my you. reality. What's up? Um,
0: nap? Would you give up nap or nighttime alone time? I would give up nap.
1: Well, yeah, but, and so you were thinking good. about Evie giving up nap. I mean, Kimmy, I think I mentioned that we thought she was cutting nap, but she's mm-hmm. almost four, and she's we still make her take a short one, just because she was getting. Well, to the her point. nap time
0: is solid. She's going down. She goes down pretty easy. She's sleeping even in, if there's light coming in. Like mm-hmm. naps are good right now, but I'm pretty sure these two hour naps are creating the late bedtime. Mm. Yeah. Who knows.
1: Who knows? I mean, truthfully, because yeah, sometimes when we do make can nap, I just posted a, I did a blog post about infant sleep today. Just FYI, if anyone's curious about, so I don't know if you guys know this, And I think I mentioned it in my sleep, the sleep episode that we did, but I took like a whole, week
0: one of the yeah, it was like week one <laughs> of the
1: podcast, but I did a whole course in holistic sleep for like, I, I thought at one point I wanted to do sleep coaching, but it turns out I just really like to learn things that are interesting to me that happens quite frequently. And so anyways, I did like a big blog post about how we kind of, we have solid sleepers, I would say for the most part, has not always been that way. And so the post is just about like things you can look at that might be affecting sleep. So like the light, like you mentioned, like sound, routine, rhythm. And if you have all those things and they're still just not... (laughs) Not sleeping. I mean, there are other ways you can kind of dig into that, but yeah, sometimes cutting nap or moving it up. I don't know what time she goes down, but yeah, there's like a lot of ways you can kind of adjust for that. Is that yeah, helpful? Yeah, and she,
0: I mean, she sleeps till like eight. So it's like I, her whole, there's like the whole rhythm is, I think, just off right now, mm-hmm. which is making for late nights. And she, she's not upset. We're yeah. like, you know, like, how do you feel? Do you want to share anything? How was your day? Are you stressed? Are you, you know, and she's like, no, oh, I just, I just want to play. She's like, tickle, 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 tickle. I'm like, I can't right now. I'm so tired. The days are so full and I just want to like fall in bed and sleep. So, you know, we'll, we'll see right now. We're just like, let's get into this rhythm. And then she's got her own room now. So she's napping in there. So I think we're going to try and get like a tufted and needle twin bed and mm. then hopefully, my friend Claire, a lot of you know Claire from Girls Gone Wad, Now, this is Joy and Claire, but she, her with her son Miles, she did a thing where like they would just not close the door, but they got a kitty gate, and so it was like he could see them. He knew where they were, but then he just had his room, and then so my hope is that if we can do something like that, she'll play and play and play, and then she'll get tired and go to bed. Mm-hmm. That might be a dream, but I think that's where I'd like to get at some point.
1: Yeah, and I think you just I I feel like the sleep. Sleep is such, like, an interesting topic for, because everyone's, like, they're either getting it, they're not getting it, they want more of it, or whatever. Like, we're all so consumed with... Just like sex. Yes, exactly. (laughs) Just like sex. We're all so consumed with, like, how much we're getting. And so, but the, the thing to remember about sleep is, like, people are different, kids are different, there's more than one way to, like, skin a cat... That's a terrible saying, but, like, you know what I mean. And you just kind of find what works for you. And so if that works, like, go for it. For us, I I don't know if that would work for us. Yeah. But we do, like, Cammy will sometimes just, like, lay in bed for an hour and talk to herself. And we can hear yeah, her on I the
0: monitor. Doing.
1: Yeah, we yeah. can hear her on the monitor, and we don't ask her to be quiet unless she's disrupting her brother because they share a room. But, like, we just... Mm she's happy as a clam and they're just like chatting to herself. So maybe Evie will just transition to that when she has her own space.
0: Well, last night, we, yeah, that's my hope. Cause last night she was like rolling back and forth. She still sleeps between us and the co-sleeping thing has been so good for us for so long, but now we actually, you know, in the van and all of it and with all the travel we did, but now we're in a season where it's like, okay, we have a home that really feels like home. We have our own space, rest in there, ready for that. And I think she is too. Mm-hmm. So last night she would just roll to me and like tickle, tickle and like try and play. And then I'd be like, I'm, I'm sweetie, I'm going to sleep. You don't have to sleep, but you do need to let me sleep. And then she'd roll the dad. And finally we are like, if you don't allow us to rest, cause we're both very tired, then you have to get off the bed. So then we like s- supported her to get off the bed. And then she was like playing. And then she, and finally she, I think it really connected. Like if she wants to be in bed, she has to go to sleep. And so finally mm-hmm. she climbed up and just went to bed. And we've had a lot of nights like that, but I think she's also ready for her own space, and she's been far more. I don't know. Well, we'll see how it all pans out. I'm considering like waking her up earlier in the morning, doing nap earlier, we got to play around with it because I'd rather have nights than mornings for sure. That I know.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm.
0: Alone, I just as long as I can get a flow in first thing in the morning, and that's great. And then from there, it's fine if she's up. But I think we're we're really needing evenings to so just unwind. We don't really get a chance to unwind, you know. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, and yeah, and you can play around with your schedule now that I feel like you have more space like for us. So they go to bed at like 8 and like we're pushing like 830 because it's daylight savings and we're spending a lot of time outside because this is like the only time weather is good in Texas. And so, you know, they go to bed. We have a little bit of time. We're in bed by like 10, 1030. And then Tim and I both get up between like. I mean, he got up at like 430 today because he's not like I can work with the kids like around, but he can't like he has to either. He he doesn't multitask, which I think is actually a superpower of his. But like we wake up early, we work until about 730 or 8 and then he takes the dogs for a walk. And then I still continue to work on the couch with the kids like we put TV on. And that's just something that we've agreed to do, like just to get that chunk of work out in the beginning and then the rest of the day it's like we're kind of trading off and on depending on who has calls and stuff and then one of us will sleep with cammy for a little nap which i i i love more than i i mean i never thought i would want to do that but it's been amazing and then we'll do a little bit more work in the afternoon and one of us will like be outside or like doing work and then by like five we try and like shut it down and just be present so I don't know. Why, I'm, why am I saying this? <laughs> I'm sharing our oh, routine. It's, it's,
0: it's good to hear. Yeah. I think, I think, you know, I get questions all the time, especially on social media, about like, I think people like to hear other people's rhythms and routines and structures so that yeah. they can not compare in a bad way, but see if there's maybe wiggle rooms or things that, because sometimes when you get so ingrained in your rhythm or mm-hmm. routine, it's hard to, see another option in a way. And so it's nice to hear what other people are doing. I I super dig it because it helps me. And we've been very strict, like no shows before nap, but maybe like one show in the morning would allow a little more space to breathe. So my, because my mornings feel so full, Mm -hmm. like just get to nap time. It's so, it's like trying to do the balancing act. So maybe if we did a morning show and had some time to just like breathe a little bit, and then I think what we need to do because sometimes we'll do like an evening dinner after dinner because we're just like that's when we're like we need to wind down and I think that's also wiring her.
1: Oh, I was so gonna, yeah, totally. I, maybe shifting it around because, you yeah. know, like that TV, the blue light. I don't know if Evie has like blue light blocking glasses, but just the stimulation in the evening. Like I myself have a hard time going to bed. Like if I watch too much. T- television mm-hmm. or if I watch something that I like perceive as stimulating which is maybe why I would do the the teenage rom- rom-coms but yeah I mean that could have maybe just playing around with that could like push bedtime that. up for her
0: yeah I think I think that's what we're gonna do Rusty is currently in Berkeley cleaning out the final bits from the studio so once he gets home we're, we're gonna talk this out cool. so I think I think I have got way more like meetings and stuff in the morning before nap time and then I feel Almost like, man, I've got to give her a show, even though that's our rule is no shows before nap. And so, if I could give myself a little more grace there, and then, and then I'm way I'm way more able to be present after nap because mm-hmm. by then it's like I've gotten a lot of stuff out of the way. I'm not thinking about all the things I have to do. Yeah, totally. Cool. See. You know what I'm See? saying? It's so nice to hear yeah. people. Yeah. <laughs>
1: well, and I think the lesson here is like flexibility because it's like I've made we've we've tried it about a trillion different ways so far in quarantine to like figure out the like right rhythm and we just keep allowing ourselves to like change our mind and we talked about this last podcast like you just gotta you can't be so rigid especially you know if if there seems like maybe there's maybe we should try something different not saying you like me in general like everyone just be open to like changing it up. If it's not working a hundred percent, you know, and we're doing that constantly right now. And Always. I think that's normal. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Really helpful.
0: Cool. What um, else?
1: Anything else? Well,
0: not really. There's plenty, but yeah. I, I really have, honestly, I know you guys have told us that you enjoy the catch-ups through this quarantine stuff. And I, I certainly enjoy recording them. So thanks for asking for them because it just feels good interviewing guests right now just feels a little bit, I don't know if it is for you too, but it just feels a little bit more mentally taxing. And maybe that's because there's so many other things on our minds. And when when we show up for those, it's like, we want to be on our A game. We want to know what this person is talking about. We want to be researched and create a really good dialogue in respect to them and to you and as these facilitators. But it's just so low pressure when Jess and I hop on and catch up. Cause it were like best friends just chatting. Yeah. <laughs> so it's so, it's so nice. And so we really appreciate it. And I've had two people reach out and say, Hey, I have a voice memo that I'm going to send, but they haven't yet. So we still have that open. If you want to share your, your feelings around this, your thoughts, questions for us, like whatever it is, and maybe insight into things that we've shared, we would love to see that come through always as a review that helps us immensely, but then also through a little voice memo. Oh, do you want to share about Patreon? Yes. We okay. are doing something cool. I, that, it's so funny. I had the same thought in my brain.
1: <laughs> I was like, I know we talked about that. This is the one thing we actually need to talk about. So yes. do you want to break it? Break the news? Not break the news. Ex, ex, Here's the news. Okay. I can't even think of it. I'm like, expose the news like it's a secret. <laughs> do you want to tell everyone about Patreon and what it is and how we're envisioning it being utilized?
0: Patreon so, is this really rad program where we now can offer additional, well, first and foremost, it's something where like, basically you guys can help sponsor the podcast directly without having to purchase a product or have things shipped to your door. It's basically like your ability. We get asked all the time, how can I support? And so this is a great means to do that. And also to get more value. So there'll be an option probably that's just like donate a buck a month, you know, just to kind of help support what we're putting out. But then there'll also be things where you get to support the podcast monetarily and then get things in return like swag, like bonus episodes, like Jess and I are each going to be offering our own unique services to kind of that all, you know, are underneath this modern mama's umbrella. So I'll be sharing flows and probably workouts on there where you get, you pay and then you get a little, you get videos, like maybe three flows a week or three workouts a week where I'm coaching you, but you can do it on your own time. And then Jess will probably be offering, I don't speak for her. So I say probably any little Enneagram, like brief sessions, things like that, maybe like little shares on each of the numbers or whatever it is. Like a not I'm I'm gonna go off on a tangent here, but (laughs) we have a lot of cool, cool value that we want to bring you outside of just one weekly episode. Mm -hmm. And so Patreon will be the place where you can go to get all things modern mamas and also to support us and help us move this further and further and further along to reach more people and bring more value, and support the hours that we put in.
1: Right. And I'm hoping it's a place, like, I talked about, I talk about Crime Junkie Podcast, which is where I originally heard of it, and they do things like, when they release merchandise, like, people who are part of their Patreon community get first access or like a discount code or, you know, if we, they have bonus episodes. So like episodes, you can only hear within the Patreon community or like ad free things. And so there's just, or if we do events, like we're planning this virtual event, like if we, you know, want to release it to that, pa- the pa- Patreon Is it Patreon or Patreon? I think it's Patreon. Patreon. Community, we can do that first. So it's just a really cool place. Like, we haven't explored everything that we can do there, but I'm really looking forward to, like, it being a place for just a lot of extra
0: content. So, yeah. The things you ask for and -hmm. the things that we want to create and give, we want this to be the space where we are able to to offer that to all of you.
1: Absolutely, and again, of course, like no one feel obligated. This is an extra thing. We're still always going to be putting out free content, like we always do with the podcast. Not going to shift
0: the content of the podcast. Yeah,
1: anyway. Yeah, not going to shift the content of the podcast. Not going to shift what Laura and I are doing, like individually on our own platforms. But just another way, like like we said, we're trying to get creative with this crazy time, Mm -hmm. and this is one of the things we're going to explore.
0: Absolutely, and if you, it's it's live and ready for you. So as you're listening to this, you can head to our Instagram bio link and it will be there and then stay tuned because we are deep in work Thank you so much, Lauren, (laughs) one of our wonderful assistants working on a website that we will be bringing to you all, which I'm super excited about. I know Jess has really put in a lot of effort there too, as has Tim. So thank you, Tim. But a website is coming.
1: Oh, and we're doing a rebranding with Nicole. We're having, that's going to be super fun. I'm really, really excited about that. And so lots of good, positive changes, you know, Mm -hmm. we're trying to generate ways to support the podcast, but also using, you know, the sponsorship stuff that we do get to support other small businesses and other people along the way. And so, yeah, it's kind of like this. It's just in our
0: team. I mean, it's we have yeah, this team, right? Yeah. We don't talk about it a lot. We have Mallory and Lauren and we want to be able to like turn this into steady work for them too. And mm-hmm. especially through this, it's, it's such a cool opportunity to be able to, it's full circle here, facilitate. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> and and allow for others to have income and to grow from this financially too, because it's a dream of ours to just make this bigger and better and to serve as many people as possible. So Mm -hmm. thanks for being here. I know some of you listening right now have been here since the very beginning when this was just like, I mean, it'll always be a passion project, but when it was kind of just this like on a whim idea and this incredible magical connection that just all just happened. And it's really fun to see where it's come from then. And I was just pregnant, and now I've got an almost three-year-old, which blows my mind. I know it's
1: just crazy.
0: Ugh, so creepy. I remember listening to again Joy and Claire, and you know them talking about, man, it's been. It was like our two hundredth episode or whatever, and it's like, and I remember thinking, man, or is that gonna? Are we gonna get there? And sure we're enough, almost there. We're yeah, it's it's nuts.
1: We're in, what to is this what? like one eighty one seventy
0: nine ish? This it's gotta be around. right here. Is my computer is going so slow? But oh, oh, this one is gonna be one hundred and fifty. One hundred and fifty? No, no, no. Really? Yeah. Yeah. know. It feels like it's been more. But I thought it it was. was, Wait. Okay. I don't know. In any case, (laughs) it's been it's been a run. We've got to be. We're coming up on three years. Yeah. Totally. That's why I was like, oh man. Oh, it is one hundred and fifty. You're right. I'm I'm backwards. Yeah. Yeah. Because I we started this when I was super pregnant, like seven Mm -hmm. months pregnant, and Evie's she's like. Three days away from being two months. Are you going potty? Thank you, sweetie. Just <laughs> uh, walked to the bathroom holding her crotch. <laughs> two months away from being three. So that's nuts. Yeah, it's crazy. Life. Crazy. Life. Thank you. <laughs> I think I... So you want to do a podcast? I know,
1: it's so fun. <laughs> I love that, that part of our story. It's just... And you know what? I hope it, it gives... I continuously say this every time we talk about our story is like, just send the email, ask the person, like connect with someone and you never know what's going to happen. I really like, if there's anything we can take forward from like our experience, it's just like, go for it, you know, like do the thing.
0: Absolutely. You never know. Yeah. And it's always like, what's the worst that could happen? Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, mm-hmm. and that's the, that helps to have that. What do you, what, what could you lose by asking? It's like, you don't get it, Worst case scenario, the person or whoever says no thanks, or <laughs> you don't ask and you definitely don't get yeah. it, you know? Mm-hmm. So um, might as well take the leap. Yep. All right. Friend. That's well, a good you. one.
1: That's a good I, way,
0: place to end. So, good way to end. I agree. Yeah. And then stay tuned. We'll, we're going to just keep these probably every other, at least through May. And so, cause even like Let's say we get out of this single de Mayo, everyone gets to go out and and live life again as we not, but uh, this is a whole nother conversation, but I I hope that we don't all go live exactly as we were. I hope that we take something from this and live a little bit differently or more intentionally. But even when we reenter life outside of our homes, there's still going to be a lot of processing through that transition. Mm -hmm. So I want to keep doing catch-ups every other episode as long as we feel called to. Yeah. Yep.
1: I agree. Uh, It's going to be good stuff.
0: Well, thanks, friends. Let us know what you want from us. Send us voice memos. Send us, please, uh, subscribe, rate, review. It means the world. Comment on Instagram. We're here. We love connecting so, so much. So thanks for being there for us. Yep.
1: Oh, and keep a lookout for, we're going to be releasing virtual retreat details soon. We didn't really
0: talk about that at all, but like very soon. (laughs) We'll do a little bonus episode when when we actually have the details for that and just get it out there and talk more about what that's going to look like perfect all right awesome guys
1: thanks guys see you later Bye. bye i don't know what to say thanks for listening to our podcast see you next time thanks for listening to our podcast see you next time bye